This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's down to the left side. fun-filled episode this title is fill in the blank because we're gonna ask each other some random questions spontaneously and see what kind of answers we come up with all answers will have to do with your favorite team the san francisco 49ers or your favorite team to hate because i know that we have some stragglers that come into the shows and all that uh but before we do that let me run through these formalities really quick uh guys if you have just found us on youtube if you enjoy the show Yes, please give us the like button, but subscribe and turn on notifications. We bring you guys impromptu shows and breaking news videos, and you will not get the heads up like you did for this show. So make sure you turn on those notifications. Uh, Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS, nothing but nine ERS. Then we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, and that is nothing but Niners, spelled all the way out. You have questions, comments, concerns, feedback, suggestions for types of shows. Do us a favor, shoot us an email, nb9ers at nothingbutniners.com. And also, don't be the last person to get over there. What is happening now? Where, where the echo just popped in when Wayne popped in down there? I don't know. Hello? Mike check? All right. Also, don't be the last person to get there. New Niner Gang, guys. Patreon.com slash nb9ers. Dropped another video tonight. Have another one coming to you guys tomorrow. Make sure you guys get over there. Um, I left something off the end of the video. I promised them that I would discuss it here on the show. So I will do that. Let's pop my guy in. You ready? Give me a thumbs up over there, bro. You good? You ready? All right. All right. And there he is. All right. All right. Guys, I'm your host, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. 
Also with my other host, Brian is back in the building, Stater underscore Niner. And Breezy is down there drinking out the Red Cup. We'll be, we'll be sipping on Breezy. He is Wayne Breezy on Twitter. What you got down there, man? What's good tonight? That's just some good old Lipton uh, peach iced tea. Okay. Okay. Got the Lipton joint. Okay. I hear you. And then, you know I got to see the hat because you're always doing some fly shit. you always trying to flex on me. I stopped with the hat <laughs> collection. I thought I could hang with you. I can't. Is that plastic or is that uh uh like that's fabric? The good old, that's the good old stitching, bro. That's oh, the good, okay. the good okay. old stitching. Shout like out that. to my boy, uh, 49ers Dion, aka Niner Gang Podcast. He found the joint for me and sent the joint. You know what I'm saying? Mm, look at see, man. I'm I'm slip. Hey, somebody send me something for my locks. Like, what, what do I gotta do? How come I don't know about like what? No, let me stop. I, I'm just playing, I'm just playing, guys. Brian, yeah, yeah. Long time no see, bro. Listen, man, I went outside the other day. And there was this pigeon sitting on my car. You ever see like when like uh, turtles have like the plastic around their neck because they were swimming in the sea and like, you know, you want to go help them. Like you got to cut the stuff off. There it is. Let's get me down shirt. Let's go. Um, so like you, you ever see those animals? You feel like you got to save them, right? Well, this right. pigeon was sitting on my car and it had this like thing on his leg. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I got to help this pigeon. So I, I like I'm walking up to it slowly because you don't want to startle a pigeon and I don't want it to poop on my car. Okay. Right. So I get up to it and like I grab it real quick and I'm holding the pigeon like this and I pull the thing off and it was a letter and it said, yo, your boy Brian is avoiding the show because Trey Lance is the starter. Somebody <laughs> sent the carrier pigeon to me. They sent the carrier pigeon to oh, me. Oh, I'm bro. sure. I'm sure they, they talk did. smack about you. It's crazy, man. Brian, <laughs> what's going on with you, bro? How you been, man? I've been good. You know, I uh, have a busy stuff with the kids with soccer and Unfortunately, most of their games are on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so that puts me out for the show, especially when it's an away game. Um, but, yeah, so they, fortunately they play uh, tomorrow. They bumped it out to Friday, so I got to get on tonight. There you go. I like that. I mean, hopefully it's for a good reason they pushed it out, but I'm happy to get you back on the show, man. Your presence has been missed. I was just joking about the uh, pigeon thing, guys. That entire thing was a joke. And, Miss Debbie, you are absolutely right. She sends me a ton of – I say I need hats. She tries to send me hats with the adjustable backs, and my head is still too big. So then I said, all right, I'm going to stick with visors. And I don't know if you guys can see, but I got visors surrounding me. They all, they're all over the place. Miss Debbie takes very, very good care of me. I appreciate it. My wife appreciates it. All the good stuff, man. Like you, that, that was my wife. Her voice was deeper than mine. But that was I promise that was my wife. Yeah. That, was, that was my wife. That just, that just yelled that. Um, so, guys, listen, man. We did a show on Tuesday, and there hasn't been a new presser. There's nobody else speaking on the radios. It's just all speculation. So today's going to be a fun, lighthearted show. Uh, nothing, no, no hard-hitting topics or anything like that. Um, but I do have to go around the room and just see how you guys are feeling. The Niners have dropped three in a row. Um, and, you know, with every loss comes the overreaction. Then there's the overprocessing point. And then it's today where reality starts to set in. You take a step back. You're, you're not as, up, uh, you know, you're not as wound up. You're, you're a little looser. And I think today, I think today is the day that you will get the most clarity. Now, we have a bye week. So I'm a, this is the normal way it works for me anyway, right? So you overreact the night of the game and the next day. And then you come in and, all right, the sting of the loss is still there, but you got some stuff to talk about. Or the excitement of the win, and you, you start to be a little bit more positive. But then when I get to Thursdays, normally I'm like, all right, I know who we are. I know how I feel about this team, right? And then 
by the time Friday and Saturday gets here, I'm turning up because we got a game and I'm back in go Niners all day, every day. Like we can't be stopped mode. Today is normally my day of clarity. So I'm, I'm assuming maybe you guys have gone through all those emotions as well. How are you feeling about your team today? Let's start with my man, Brian. He's been the one that we haven't seen the most. Let's start with how you feel about the team. Take it wherever you want. Well, I just think it's kind of funny that you feel like you know where we're at because I feel like the team doesn't know who they are. Like they're still missing their identity, you know. Um, I know that there's been some articles written about that. I mean, I really haven't got into any of that stuff. I haven't really read anything. I just saw headlines and, you know, on Twitter and stuff like that. And then a couple of articles that came out and that was their, you know, their uh, attention getter, right? Whatever. uh, There's people in uh, prominent spaces within the organization that, you know, still think there's certain players need to grow. Um, I think that that's legit. I mean, we obviously we have, you know, either players who are not living up to their expectations like we've covered before or um, they just don't fit the play style of what our coach wants to do. And so, you know, it's kind of frustrating. You know, I'm still not – I still don't think it's a, a lost season. I still think we do have to get to 11 wins to make the playoffs. Um, I still think that's feasible. It's just going to be a much longer uphill battle than what we had planned for at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, and then as far as, and I know it's going to get talked about, but as far as, you know, quarterback position, you know, I think they still got to roll with who they think can win, you know, and mm-hmm. unfortunately what we think, you know, cause I came back and said, you know, we, sh- you know, we should roll with Trey. You know, I came back and said that, you know, after that, the last time I was on mm-hmm. and, uh, but I will still be supportive of Jimmy as long as he's our starting quarterback. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that it would be beneficial for him to get some of that. But if you're going to put Trey in, I think that me personally, I believe that it would be hard to get 11 wins if you just decide to roll a trade, but I don't think the team's going to do that. I think the team's going to roll putting Jimmy back in and Jimmy will be the starter until Jimmy gets hurt again, or they're ready to say that Trey is ready to take over. Okay. All right, I like that. Now, I want to provide some clarity on my comment about having clarity. I think we have an identity, but it's one that we don't want. We have the identity of being a bad team right now in this moment. You know, uh, when we played the Seahawks, right, we said the last two games, they don't score in the first half. That's our time to take advantage of them, right? So, like, teams are what they recently put on tape. That, that's how it works. Uh, they say that when they scout for teams, they only go back three games. You know, you, you hear it all throughout the years and everything. You, you you hear what they say. Well, the last three games, we're that team that doesn't score in the first half now. You know what I'm saying? We're the team that rep- relies on gimmicks to get points on. And we're, we can move the ball between the 80s, but we're not willing to kick field goals. <laughs> we're, we're injured at in certain places. Um I, I would say that we we give up the big plays, but I don't remember there being many big plays in that last game over our heads. Uh, I think maybe one, and that's that's way better than the average uh, for a 49er. So uh, I like that. But our identity right now is the bad team that teams can beat, in my opinion. So I want to get Wayne's opinion here. Now, you do a million shows a week, so I'm sure you're well-documented on how you feel, but I do have to ask you, man, what, what's your clarity like today? today who where are you with your with your love and how you feel about your favorite team i mean i i love my favorite team i mean i i wouldn't do what i do if i didn't love them you know what i'm saying i wouldn't be hard on them if i didn't love them you know uh but i'm clear you know i i know we're two and three and 
Um, I'm unclear on how we're going to move forward, but I'm clear on the fact that we're going to move forward. Like, if that makes any sense, like we, like we're not going to move backwards. Like we're going to move forward. How we're going to do it is like Brian said, well, is it going to be Jimmy? Is it going to be Trey? You know, that's up to coach Shanahan. And at the end of the day, whatever he goes with, you know, we just going to have to rock with. And unfortunately, I'm kind of like with Brian, as much as I want Trey Lance in there and I want to see him start and I want to see him get these reps because he's only going to get better. The more he plays, he's only going to learn. The more he plays, he's only going to do things. The Kyle Shanahan way, the more he plays, it's going to probably be Jimmy Garoppolo if he's healthy. So we're just going to have to go in there and just, you know, support the team, support Jimmy, support Kyle, do what we got to do. And hopefully it's productive and it's not, it's, you know, counterproductive. Right. And so, I'm I'm super clear, man. I, I'm I'm prepared to move on, and I'm ready to tack on this Indianapolis Colts team. So I'm going to be dissecting them. I'm going to be diving all in. I'm trying to join a couple of their podcasts. I'm trying to learn their nuances and all that type of stuff. And I'm go. trying to figure yeah. out how can the 49ers come out here. And I agree with Brian. I don't think we have an identity. And you know that it's early, so that that kind that kind of might be a good thing, like. It's it's we don't know if we're gonna be a run the ball first team. We don't know if we're gonna be a pass the ball first team. We don't know if we're gonna go with a, a running quarterback. We don't know if we're gonna go with the stay in the pocket quarterback. And if 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 we don't know that, maybe other teams won't know that. And and let's just keep it a buck, y'all. We lost three games in a row, and those three games we could have won. I mean, hindsight, we could also be 0-5 as well, right? So we're two and three, all right, and we're sitting right now. And the 49ers are in control of their own destiny. And I think on next Sunday night, and it's going to be a Sunday night game, they're going to have to come out there and do what they got to do. They're 0-2 at home. That's not a good thing. But that doesn't mean it has to be a bad thing either, especially if they come out on Sunday and they get a win by any means necessary. And I think that's where it starts. It doesn't even have to be a dominating win, a shutout win. It has to be a win on all three facets of the football. The 49ers have not been in sync all season long. What do I mean? That means the offense, the defense, and the special teams have not been in sync. It's always been two out of the three. They need to be 100% in sync. Once they do that, 49ers will start winning games. Kyle Shanahan can keep his job for another year. (laughs) Kyle Shanahan ain't going anywhere anytime soon. You're on mute, Mike. (laughs) My bad. Yeah. No, I like that, though. You know, I, I like that energy with that. You know, like uh, there's a lot of people out there who feel like Kyle's job may be on the line. Sorry, Breezy, you cut your, half your face off. I'm going to pop this contribution up here. But I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. He he got an extension. He's still on his original contract. Uh, so he's that, got. That, that's true. But, guys, can we ask this question? Like, when do coaches – this is his fifth year, right? Right, we, but he's gonna he's gonna get the pass from Jed because of the injury seasons. Okay, uh, but, but and he's gonna get a pass from Jed because he's got a quarterback again, again and again and again. Like, how many chances do these quarter these coaches usually get? Because in a on a regular team, after three years, if they're not producing, they're out of there, right? So you're telling me Kyle's getting a ten year chance? Dang. Yeah, but well, because you gotta like Brian said, there's Jed York is is smart enough to go through this with context included once you go for that once you make that quarterback switch 
you immediately buy yourself at least, nice skin. at least two more years. You know what I'm saying? So no, I I get what you guys are saying. For, yeah, for and I mean they they gave him that extension, and Jed York came out in full support. You know, if they want to keep if they want to keep Jimmy the rest of his contract, I'm cool with that. If they want to go ahead and make the switch, I'm cool with that too. Uh, let's get this contribution here. Um, this is from DM. 49ers thanks for the contribution our first one of the show says what the heck is going on with all this effery surrounding the team what happened to just wanting to win games remember that goal Shanahan and Lynch need to stop it stop the BS and just play the game and there's a lot of people out there who feel this way guys they're uh here let me switch with breezy and then I'll be on the bottom uh they're asking you know what what are we doing people like you guys said there's no identity they can't figure out who's who and what's what and, and why why we're out there running the game. Um, have we forgotten the goal? Have we forgotten I, the goal? I don't think we've forgotten the goal. I, I, I wonder how much of this is by design. All right. Let, let me let me let me let me try to explain. We played a Detroit Lions team and we played a Philly team on the road. We came home. And I don't want to say that any of the games were meaningless. Like the Packers game wasn't a meaningless game, but at at, at week three really doesn't, I mean, you win, that's cool. If you lose, you still got time to recoup, right? You still got time to recover from it. I think the two games against the division opponents, you know, you wanted to win those, but you didn't. And so, your your goal probably is going to be to try to split, right? Like you, like I think that's the that kind of like what you go into it. Like even when we do our picks, we kind of like split certain teams. We be like, yeah, we're gonna split with this team. We're gonna split with this team, and then things happen throughout the season to where you might not split. You might win both. So I think the 49ers are just at a point where they're just trying to figure some things out. This is why I say they don't have an identity. I don't know if this is what Brian means as well, but I think they're still trying to figure. Some, some 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 things out they're trying to figure out themselves this is why you probably don't see you know a lot of these rookies and then he's high on these players and he's not high on these players and i'm hoping brandon Ayuk is a part of that trying to figure stuff out stuff too like you know because like the effery is not really making sense to us um and so i'm hoping that's what we're doing right here i'm hoping kyle is just ironing out kinks trying to see what he can get to work with whatever he what he is he has and then once he figures that out he's gonna put something really crazy together the question is when and will it be too late okay all right i like that you got uh, what about you brian do you think that we've lost sight of the main goal because i think there's some validity validity to that question um I absolutely think that there's some validity to that question. I mean, for my thought process, uh, there, there's to me, there's different aspects to this. There's what the team's going to do. There's what the fans expect the team to do, you know, and obviously the team or the, the fans expectations, including myself, are always unreal for the most part. Right. We expect more than what the, what we're going to get out of the team on a normal basis. But that's part of being the faithful. And that's probably kind of what's disheartening the most this season is that we as a fan base are so torn between our quarterbacks, you know, whether or not they should rock with Jimmy or get rid of Jimmy and get money and roll with Trey for this year and call it a wash or hope that he's the guy that we, you know, hope that he can be, you know, and then gets us to where we want to be. Um, but the fan base seems to be so torn that they have to be on one side or the other that um, the fan base seems like it's lost that faithfulness 
realistically. It's either you can only believe in this side or only believe in this side. Um, not a lot of people seem to have the wisdom or forethought to be like, yeah, it's good for Trey to get some reps, but that's probably not what the team's going to do. I mean, you, you can want one thing and still expect the team to do something else. As far as the team's identity, you know, like what Wayne was saying, you know, they're, you know whether it's Kyle trying to iron out wrinkles or Trish trying to figure out what works best for the personnel packages that he has and throwing in there, you know, he can call up plays, but some of that is also on his position coaches, you know, because like he was talking about, I think two weeks ago when he was talking about certain players not getting reps, I think it was about Sherfield or something like that. And they talked about how Wes Welker is the one that sends out the specific receivers for each package because he's the receivers coach, right? So um, and that's while Kyle and and his uh, position coaches should all be on the same page. Some of that, I feel like it's not this year. Like whether or not somebody's in the doghouse, I don't know. You know, whether or not injuries are injuries, we don't know. We can only go off of what we're told from from them. So, you know, I think that to give some validity to what um, Wayne's saying, as I do agree, I, I think that, that or I'm hoping that Kyle's just trying to iron out the pieces, the wrinkles, so that he can – put together the best position or best put the best players for his scheme on the team after the bye week. Um, I think that it's going to end up being something that some of us don't want to see, but uh, you know, we're not the head coach, you know, like he said the other day, you don't get to be, when you have your own team, you're not a, you're not a, a fantasy coach anymore. You're, you're running the show for real. Right. And so, I don't know. I just think that, you know, I can't say that we're a run team. I can't say that, you know, we're going to be defense because to me it felt feels like even though our defense has been st sturdy, there are pieces that aren't functioning as well as we thought they would be or we thought our O-line had increased its ability by bringing in certain aspects, but yet we're still seeing similar problems on the right side, you know. So it's like I, I just think that it's early in the season. I don't think that we should give up on it yet. I just think our expectations need to come back down a little bit. Um at least mine do, you know, I was, I had us at 14 and three. So, you know, I'll be lucky if we get to 11 wins as far as I'm sitting right now, when I go back and look at potential, I mean, any given Sunday, anything can happen. And, that, and we've seen that the first five weeks of the season. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know if that answers the question or if I'm just rambling, because sometimes I feel like that, especially when I haven't been on a while. <laughs> no, no, no. But you, you answered a lot of the questions and, and, and you address some of the issues is like, it's one thing to try to figure out things from the fan base perspective. It's another thing to try to figure it out from what's happening in the building. One other thing that I, that I keep seeing, not just here, but I keep seeing get brought up and I'm not trying to take anything away from Jimmy or try to give him a crutch. Right. But everybody keeps saying he's an eight year vet. Well, he was a four year backup with how many starts in new England. And he's only played one full season for us. So I don't really look at him as an eight year vet. He may have been in the league for eight years, but there's a lot of backup quarterbacks that never get a start who've been in the league for eight years. You know what I'm saying? So to say that he's an eight year veteran, when people are using that as an argument as to why he should be better, I don't know that nece that necessarily fits. I still think we should move on to Trey, but I don't think that the criticism that Jimmy gets for being an eight year veteran is not, it's not accurate because he hasn't actually played eight years in the league. I see what you're saying. I get you. Um, I just, I think that when people, well, I think, let me speak for myself. When I mentioned Jimmy being an eight-year vet, what I'm saying is I'd rather see mistakes from a guy from a rookie instead of an eight-year veteran, just period. Not playing time, not snaps counted or anything like that. If we're going to make the same kind of mistakes, then I'd rather it be from a rookie and let him learn if he's going. So that that's what I mean when I say things like that.
But, you know, we, we, we talk about this identity of the team, what's changing and things like that. And I think that we expected to see a finished product. Not, I, I think that we expected to see a more polished product, not a finished product on polished. Sunday. Well, especially after what we heard during practice or training camp, you know. This and so, the- well, I, I mean the offense as a whole. I'm not talking about just one person. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the entire offense, right? And so sure. what, I, what I mean by that is the the holding penalties, just way too many of them, right? But that's the offense having to de- the offensive line having to learn to work with a running quarterback, a guy who's not going to be right behind you all the time, every time. Um, you know, the drop passes. This is we were we were upset by it. But we've been seeing this all year. It was in preseason. It was in week one, week yeah. two, week three, week four, and week five. We we want. I think I think what the faithful want to see is just some consistency at something. The thing is, the team is consistent, just not in a positive way. You get what I'm saying? No, I hear right. it. They're, they're consistent in being inconsistent. A bit mediocre, mediocrity. Right. And and I really, really think that's what that's what the issue is. Um, but I'll tell you guys this. I think there's enough season left where we can write this ship. I think that we still have good players on this squad. And I think that those players can make a difference and will make a difference. You know what I'm saying? I think that those guys can can help us. Um, Absolutely. And I still think that we can make a run for the postseason. I'm not. I haven't tapped out at all yet. We're, you know, think about this. We come out and we play one game. I don't care. I don't know who the starter is going to be. I don't care who the starter is going to be right now. We play one game and we win. We're back at 500 through seven weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we it's it's this three and two that's hurting people. That's what's scaring people because two and three or two and three. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's this it, two it, and three that's scaring people. The three but losses in a row. But it's not. Yes. It's it's not scary. It's it's math. And so, like, focus on got the 49ers right now should be enjoying this week off. They should be they should be reflecting, and then they should be focusing on the next game only. They shouldn't be thinking about Chicago, Arizona. Like they should be focusing on Indianapolis Colts and how they're gonna go out there and tear off Carson Wentz's ankles, knees, or whatever it is they got to do to get the win. And so. Here, can I can I talk about one positive thing that we got going for us right now? Is the defense ranked seventh or ninth? Because I heard seventh. I thought I saw ninth, but if I'm not you. mistaken, either way, they're in the top ten. I, I got it right here actually because I was looking up stats before the if game. If D'Amico Ryan's continues to progress with his defense and his players continue to get better, and he's getting players back like right. Dre Greenlaw. And some yes. other players are going to be coming back very soon. The defense is only going to be more legit, which means they're going to probably be able to give the ball back to the offense. Nick Bosa is tied fifth in sacks, I believe, at, at, in the NFL. He has five sacks. Five, yep. Yeah. And, and so uh, uh, <laughs> Eric Eric Armstead is probably one of the highest leading pressure rushers in the league right now and we don't even want them on the outside right we want them on the inside right and so all i'm saying is their defense is getting better as they get healthier now it's time for kyle shanahan to really focus on his offense 
You know what I'm saying? Like really focus on like fine tuning the O. So that's the plus we got going into this next game. Because who do who let's let's look at and I know we're not breaking down the game, but if you look at Indianapolis, you gotta stop Jonathan Taylor. That's their run game. And you better be able to take out their big pass catcher, Michael Pittman Jr. Because right then, who else can beat you? Who else is going to beat you on their offense other than Carson Wentz scrambling for yards? And what are the 49ers doing good right this season? They're stopping quarterbacks that scramble. Okay? They've been able to contain them, Mike, by that defense you talked about where they rushing, they're rushing instead of crashing in on the edges. They're all rushing laterally, so not allowing those guys to get outside the pocket. And so if the defense continues to get better, that's got that's a plus for the 49ers. Now it's time to focus on the offense, and I feel like that's where the identity is missing. And so maybe Kyle was really trying to make sure that the defense was super tight before he really starts putting in things that he's got to do to make the offense go. I don't know. He ain't told us that, so I'm just I'm just speculating or assuming. You're giving Kyle a lot of credit for assuming that, but – I mean, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're you going with. It. Oh shit! Uh-uh. It just went down the wrong mm. pipe, dog. Get it? You got it? You catch it? Uh, I needed to burp. Oh shit! Damn. Okay. <laughs> Woo! I think I think that's the first time, first ever on the show. What is happening over here? What is he doing? Um, yeah, he over here. I don't know what he was just doing. He's trying to get maybe one of his toys or something. But you know, um. You know, like it's <clears throat> I think that there's something going on and better or worse, good or bad. I don't you call it what you want to call it. I, th- I think that there's something that's happening that we don't see. Um, and sure. we have to I think we got to be patient to wait this out. And that's the thing that people don't want to be is patient. We want right, to see right. wins now. Like, right. that's it. I mean, but so so it's like you're asking the faithful to be patient again. You asked them to be patient last year because of the injuries. You asked them to be patient the year before that. And then it's just like patient, 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 patient. Mind you, we've been patient since the last time we won a Super Bowl. Patient, 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 patient. So if the 49ers patient is wearing thin, I can't blame the fans for going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, bro. Like the patience is wearing thin. And you bring in the best playmaker allegedly in the NFL and he ain't making plays like what is going on here and so the people us the fans we're confused and if they don't want to say it I gotcha I'm confused because <laughs> I don't understand how you're the greatest play caller to today in today's football Maybe, maybe it's the dude from the Patriots. Can't remember his name. Josh uh, McDaniel. Maybe, maybe it's him. Maybe, it's a different. Maybe it's Eric Bieniemy, because I see way more creative stuff coming out of Kansas City's offense, and they're two and three as well. But my yeah, but that's point not, is, that's not fair though. You can't, y'all can't, y'all can't do that. What's, what, what's not fair, bro? <clears throat> because if you're doing that based off of this last game, we had a guy making his first start ever. I'm not basing it off his last game, but when the last time we seen creativity, bro? When the see, last see, and that's and that's that's where I think we're being short sighted. That's not we, that's not true. That's not true. We see play creativity. Callers, play callers go out there and 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 design plays for that that should be like that should work for their offense. Now I do agree that the players have to execute, 
But if that play doesn't work, they should have a, a different plan and a play after that and a play after that. Right, but we're this is why I say we're being short-sighted because we, we're saying everything based off of results. Everything that we're saying is results-based, right? You asked about where this, where's the creativity. Kyle ran that sneak with against the Packers with Juice. With, uh, Kyle Juszczyk running under center, right? Yeah. And then when he went and ran it again, we yelled during the broadcast, why would you do that again? You just did that. And then yeah. all the news comes out saying that Juice is supposed to pitch it back to right. Trey Lance, and he had a whole lane. That would have been a touchdown, right? You yeah, wouldn't be saying I, where the I, creativity had I, that play work. I factored in execution too, Mike. I did say execution because somebody. And that's what I'm saying. But football, fo- football is not results based. I okay. the, the the overall score, your job stability is. But when you're talking about a play caller who's not physically out there doing it, you can't you can't just say we're not a, we're not a creative team anymore. Or Kyle's a bad play caller because. The players aren't executing what he's doing. Right. Now, I never that said that Kyle's a bad play caller. I said we would like to see more creativity. That doesn't mean he's bad. Well, I think that we would have seen the create some creativity had the players executed the play correctly. Maybe we'll see That's more creativity, right. and we maybe we'll see more execution if he start giving it to the to the players that can do it. Well, you're not wrong there. I just don't like know why. What. Why is Juice lining up behind center doing a pitch something we've never seen before? That's exactly why he's doing it because we've never really, seen it before, right. and it's a genius play. That it might that not be a genius of, play because you got a fullback pitching into a a quarterback. I mean, that, yeah, it would have been cool if we saw it, but I'm just saying maybe it could have been a different skill set of players out there doing that. That's what I'm saying. Like, so there's a there's there's no position in the NFL called a pitcher. All right, Mike. There's nobody that's defined to come I, I, in and put the ball back to the quarterback. Can you give me a specific example of a name that you're talking about, Wayne? Maybe that's where the disconnect is. Like, would you rather know, see a, a different a, player maybe do that? A, a, maybe a person that has, like, Muhammad Sanu, who has ball handling skills as, as quarterbacking. Maybe he would have been able to come in there and take the ball and remember to pitch it out. You know, I'm just – I'm just – I'm making up stuff, but I'm just saying, like – if we would have saw Sanu line up, how more creative we would have been like, oh, snap, Sanu's that quarterback. He's the emergency guy. What's about to go down? Like, you know what I mean? But then we saw Juice. So we not one of us thought he was going to pitch the ball out. Not one why, of us. Which is why he that play's there. there. So they can catch the, uh, the defense off guard. That's a great call when nobody saw it coming. But I feel like – but I don't think that the defense I, – I think – I feel like you – I don't know. Not my, my point is they knew what we were going to do. Well, they knew what they thought we were going to do, which is what we ended up. Sorry, I got a nap. Which is what we ended up doing, right? right. But that's not what they were supposed to do. That's what came right. out in the media. That's, that's, that's what Kyle said, but right. I, I don't trust shit he say anyway. So anyway, <laughs> at the end of the day, it, it didn't work. Shoot. You get what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. it just didn't work. Right. And I'm not saying he's not creative. From my I'm standpoint, just, I was excited to see him go for it on fourth. I mean, oh, I, I didn't. I didn't disagree with it. Right. I was actually cool with all of them. I mean, yeah. the first one, I kind of wanted to see us just get some points on the board, kick the field goal. Your quarterback just drew like that ninety yards down the field with the offense. I just, I, I did want to see the three, but hey, when he went for it, I was all in. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. It was exciting to me. That was, uh, to me, it was, it was uh, more entertaining to watch. You know. So I, I, at this point, we just got to figure out, like, and that's my point. And this is the thing, like, what's our identity? And so 
Maybe you ever see the movie Identity? Is that the one where they were all in the hotel and the dude with the eyes? Yeah, but do you remember what the movie was about? It was one person with schizophrenia or some shit like that, right? He had 12 identities, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what Kyle is on right now. I said schizophrenia. Well, no, 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 because they had a bunch of different. He had schizophrenia, mental disorder. He had everything. You can name it. It was there. So maybe Kyle is just on that, trying to keep defenses not guessing. John Cusack was in that. Yes, sir. And yes. the dude, uh, I forgot who played the bad dude. The big bald dude was the bad guy. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, man, like, all I'm saying is I would like to see you know creativity we all would like to see execution and and i think that's what is more alluding to like the players aren't executed you started off the show said mike players can't drop the ball like part of part of me is like part of me thinks that the improvisational skills that that trey brings are actually not beneficial to kyle's system for Kyle. Hmm. If it was a different coach, maybe, but not for Kyle. Because he sets things up specifically for a certain way. Like clockwork, right? Right. Like, and if it doesn't work that way, then it screws up everything in his plan. But yet, like, Trey's willing, Trey willing to use his legs or whatever to extend the play, whereas Jimmy will take a sack or throw the ball out of bounds or throw it to a linebacker or whatever. You know, that's what Jimmy does. Whereas Trey, by extending plays, which is what we want to see as fans, maybe that screws it up for Kyle and, and his thought process. And see, that's my issue, B. No, I'm... I agree. Why, why did you draft a quarterback that can do that can ad lib? You said you wanted a quarterback that can ad lib and that can do this and that can right. do that and do this and do this. Like five two quarterback, right? For whatever mm-hmm. you called it. He gets the quarterback. When the quarterback ad libs, no one else is on the same page. And that's just because he's not out there with him doing that type of stuff. I'm sure in practice, they're not gonna sit there and just have him pressure come at him and then have him scramble right they don't they don't practice that 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 happens only in live action so in order for the linemen to get that they're gonna have to do it in real time it's gonna have to happen in real game situations and i think that's where like at least three of those holding calls came on plays that trey had to escape out the pocket not the design runs but to escape this the escaping from the pocket where they thought he was back there pass protecting. I mean, they thought he was back there passing. So they just kept protecting. Little did they know, dude, dude got away, right? And and that and that happens, right? Like that can get cleaned up, right? Like that's that's an easy, easy clean. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't I think that people I still think we're all a little wound up. I I don't think for a second that Kyle got this quarterback and he's not planning anything for or with him. I really, really don't. I just don't think that he was expecting to have to use him as soon as he as he had to. I think I agree. And if that's the case. Because he said that over and over again. Right. I think he's been very honest about that. And if that's the case, that means that there, there's more to be seen than what we saw on Sunday. That was Trey Lance's first game in how long? Like how a year and a half? Yeah. More than that, but yeah, almost You're two right. full years. I mean, people are going to count that one game that he had before, but come on, like that that even that barely counts. It was one game, and then he shut it down. So like, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I think 
I think I've realized that things aren't nearly as bad as we think they are. And I think that if we were another team, if we were, I tell you what, if this was all happening with Seattle, I think the faithful will feel different. Right. I think that if Seattle lost the game because they lost Russell Wilson for a week and they didn't have DK Metcalf on offense and I, I, I think we would be sitting here saying, well, yes, yeah, because look who was injured. But because we lost and we have this passion for this team, we're not saying we didn't have George Kittle. We didn't have our starting quarterback. We're saying, yeah, well, we should have won or we should have looked better instead of saying it was a backup out there and we were missing our best offensive weapon and this and that. You get what I'm saying? We got, a, we, got, we, yeah. <laughs> we got a running back who just missed the game off of injury and that – you get what I'm saying? Like, I think we we choose to look at it as we don't care because that's our team and those guys are out there. They better perform. Yeah, that's what's wrong with the mindset like of this fan base? I, I don't see anything wrong with that when you go when you expect your team to do certain things. And then when you watch it and you see the results, what your team is doing, you're like, oh, snap. Like, my team is out there competing without George Kittle. Without- nobody said that this week. Nobody. That was nobody's reaction this whole week. No, because they could have they could have won. Like they 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 like like nobody nobody well if you watch my show, I said that George Kittle not being there would be detrimental to the team. And so I said that about George Kittle not being there. But I think when you watch the game, I'm not saying Kittle wasn't needed, but it looked like they were still able to move the ball. You know what I'm saying? It just looked like it was a it was a heavy dose of Trey Lance and some drops from some of his wide receivers. That's what it looked like. And so I think that the fans was like, oh, snap. Like, we were this close to winning this game, even though it didn't look like it because we were trailing the whole game. We trailed all game, and we trailed, like, to the very end. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's why. But I get your theory. Like, that. Why I don't know why we don't do that, but I think it's just because we're – we're homers and we feel like our team should go out there yes, and it. win each and every week. Like, I, I don't know if that's bad, but I get where you're coming from though. Like, <laughs> like we don't, but when, when it's a different team, we'd be like, ah, oh, well, they didn't have this person. And no, we didn't have Kittle and Kittle out there would have gave us a better chance to win. Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if it would have gave us a better chance to win yeah, because I, I think the game that. plan no, I think the game plan on defense would have been a little bit different facing Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's like if they put eight in the box all game, how would he have fared against that? Well, statistics show he doesn't do well against eight in the box. And then would we have ran the ball more, Mike? Because we clearly wasn't trying to run the ball with Trey Lance back there. Like, so – it. I don't know. Like it's a, it's a weird mystery. It's an unsolved mystery about Kyle Shanahan because we have no identity. Like we don't no, know. I think it, I think we definitely would have run the ball more with running backs in that game if if Jimmy was in there. I don't think anybody doubts that. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is, guys. I mean, and I, I my whole Seattle example was to show that, like, when we don't have that emotional attachment to a team. We can logically say, yeah, they were supposed to lose that game. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one expects Geno Smith to go out and win on Sunday. No one. Let me ask you all a question. Who's Seattle playing on Sunday? Steelers. You think they're going to win? 
Absolutely not. There's only one person missing. That one person makes all the difference on that team. That one person's a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. But see, like, but with us, it's like, yeah, well, but- no, because this is the rookie that I wanted. So we, we're, we're better. No, I now. think a lot of people feel like Trey Lance and Jimmy are like neck and neck. I mean, you just heard Brian say he only been in the league starting for four. For how many years, Brian? Four Ooh. years, two years. And so well, Jimmy's only been a starter since he's been with us. And he's been injured three years since he's been with us. I mean, he's only had one so full two years starter going against a rookie. I mean, that's it's, that's the level of, I right. think, at least that's the way I'm thinking. I don't, I don't know like the analogy that at least the way I'm getting it from Mike is because I can't. You can say one person's missing, but that one person is Russell Wilson, who has proven himself over the last decade. But that's my point. One person missing with. Jimmy is not the same. Like the effects on the team are completely different. Right. Yeah. But the starting quarterback that the offensive line has trained with for the last three years is missing. And we're like, yeah, we should have won that game. Kyle's trash now. That's my point. That's no, I, my point. I understand. I just don't didn't like comparing the two teams because that those positions on each team have a different caliber of player playing those positions each hey, the first the first time ever i'm agreeing with brian like that <laughs> like like yeah mike but but i, I kind of I, I understand what you're trying to allude to but right. that's just not a that's not a um i, I mean and i like to add you know what I'm, he's not comparing him guys he's not comparing russell wilson I he's talking about the position him. and the starting thing but brian is now talking about the caliber <laughs> Of of the two starting quarterbacks, and that's what we're trying to say. So that's why I was saying I don't think even if Jimmy is better than Trey Lance because of experience, like it's slightly. And so I think that the fans, yes, they want to see what this new kid can give. A because Jimmy's injured, and B Jimmy ain't that much more really advanced, especially if they look at it in the eyes of Brian. He's not an eight-year vet. It's a two-year vet. Like, like how just my eyes. I'm just saying, like, the amount of starts he's had, he's not technically sure. He's been in the league, but he's he's a veteran as far as his time in the league is concerned. But his time as a starter, like, what? It, so he came to us. He had five, he's five got games more with than us, 32 starts. Right? He, and then he had three starts before he gets out with the, Chief, with the Chiefs. The next year, he plays all season. We go to the Super Bowl. And then last year, he got how many games before he was injured? like on and off through the season. Now he's already injured this season. So to me, that's not an eight-year vet if you're not getting those reps. Like you can be in the room and understand the playbook all you want. I just, you know, I still think that Trey is the direction the team needs to go. I just don't feel that that's the way the team is going to go. So I'm trying to forecast for what Shanahan's going to do. I think he sticks with Jimmy, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think that's likely to be the case. I think I think that's how many – uh I think I think that's who he goes with. I do. Jimmy Garoppolo has started thirty six games in his career. Right, and he came into the league what year? Two thousand fourteen. So he's got seven. This is his seventh year. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Right, that's it. So let let's play this fill in the blank game, and then we, we can go home. I mean, because. Unfortunately, there's not a lot to talk about. Maybe fortunately, maybe fortunately, maybe this is a good time for even the faithful to rest Take their a brain. Take break, yo. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's maybe, what we need. Maybe this is a good thing. Um, but let's play this game fill in the blank. And what I, what I want us to do is try to come up with just questions to ask each other about the 49ers. So I'll go first. I'll give you guys an example, okay? All right. Uh, during a presser, 
you have to answer a question unless you are blank. And then I just want you guys to give me a name. A name from the team? Yes. So if I'm, at, if I'm at the presser and I don't have to answer a question, I'm Kyle Shanahan because I don't have to answer shit. Just run around the question all day. Like he never gives us a direct answer. Mm -hmm. So that's a name, I guess, unless you wanted a player specifically. No, no, no. That, that works for me. That works. And so I want you guys to ask questions also. It doesn't just have to be me. But we're going to do fill in the blanks on any. It doesn't have to be like, a, you know, just like that. So, like, for example, if this position group improves, we can make the playoffs. Oh. Wide receiver. Yeah. If the wide receiver group improves, we can make the playoffs. Those are the guys that got to go out there and make plays. And I don't know if that means you got to include George Kittle, which, it, you know, absolutely you want him out there on the field just because of matchup purposes. But sure. if the wide receiver group can come out there and start catching balls or creating separation and getting open, we make the playoffs. I don't care who's the quarterback. Okay. You have a different one, B, or you want to? No, I mean, that. That absolutely makes sense. I mean, our corners obviously need to hold the receivers better or hold down the receivers better without getting, uh, you know, use the uh, the sidelines, you know, instead of their hands to, to block players out, you know, uh, less less penalties. Even though I think that some of the PIs that we've gotten have been ticky-tack and they shouldn't have been called. If you're letting players play all game, you don't call, game, call shit at the end of the game, you know, just all of a sudden because then it favors the outcome of the game and that's not what referees are for, you know. And then, like – and this is just me, you know, ranting a little bit, but you know, the the tray stop at the goal line when you have a helmet to helmet contact that takes out the defensive player, but you don't call it. Like the guy got he's out of the game, he came back in, but he was out of the game. You have a, a hit like that, there's no reason that you shouldn't have some sort of penalty get called, you know. So you could definitely I felt like it was swayed there, but that wasn't your question. I was just ranting. No, that's all right. I, I like it, man. I like it. That's a good take there. You guys have any fill in the blanks? If not, I'll keep going. Yeah, the blank side of the offensive line needs to get better. <laughs> the entire side. The whole side? Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I, I know what you wanted. Right. I know you want us to say the right side, but from center, I mean, all right, see, I know, nah, I know what you're doing. I know what you just tried to do. I'm, I'm going to say the right side. Final answer. Go ahead, Brian. You say what you want to say. I said right I, nah, I know what Wayne just tried to do. He see, he want. Oh, you almost got me too. I was right there. Damn. Go, go ahead, Brian. I don't know where, where Wayne's going with it. So you guys are on a link there. You you know. knew where I was going. The moment he would have said the left side, I was going to come out and say that's because you hate Trent Williams. Yes. <laughs> Because according to Wayne and most of the fan base, Trent Williams can do no wrong. Well, it, it just ain't according to me if the goddamn fan base think the same thing, bro, because we heard you say it. Like, it's right. not it's like the, we didn't hear you say it. And now so you're trying to what, show what, Wait, wait, wait. So to be clear here, whatever the majority of the fan base says is right? Yeah, no. because we heard you say no. it, bro. <laughs> we heard. It's not like we didn't hear you say it. It's but like it's hard to argue it. with the statistics that came out, too, showing that Trent Williams is doing his job at a very Yo, high he, level. Mike, Mike don't pay attention to that. Because Mike will still tell you Mike McGlinchey is the strongest player on the right side. Like, that's what Mike is, which he is. No. McGlinchey's a great running tackle. Wait, 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 tackle, wait. Great. 
Pass game tackle, not so much. All right, who's better on the right side? McGlinchey or Brunskill? McGlinchey is, and y'all know right. that. So, right, I, right, right. I, I would think so. Okay, now who, who's having a better year, McGlinchey or your center, Alex Mack? Alex Mack? That, you full of shit, and you know it. I don't know. I, I can't answer that. I mean, Alex Mack is rated the 15th center in the NFL, so he's right in the middle of the pack at age 55. And, and Mike McGlinchey, <laughs> is 32, 31? Ah, okay. Out of 64. So he's so also still, right in, in the middle, middle of the pack. In the 50% Now, time. now. Hey, you try to but body think, my boy. Let's like, go. As much as I like Mike for the for the run game, I still feel like he's getting same problem he had last year. When he does no. get beat, it is at inopportune times. That's what it feels like to me. Oh, I was gonna say his. I thought his problem last year was him getting put on his ass, and yeah, I haven't well, seen that, that all year. I mean, that had to do with his stability, with his weight and his feet placement and stuff like that. Right. But I I just feel like when he has holding calls or if he misses, you know, a defensive end or whatever. He's getting beat on the outside. I just feel like those just happen to come at inopportune times for our team. So it's a glaring versus where Mac may have a pressure that comes through, but it's not something that was completely detrimental to the play where I feel like McGlinchey's are more detrimental. No, that's fair. That's definitely fair. All right, B, your turn. Come on, give us give us one of these uh, to be or not to be's. No, I'm kidding. Fill in the blanks. Our starting quarterback set should be these two people. <laughs> oh, are you trying to stir the pot for real? Okay. Uh, Wayne, you want to go first or you want me to go? Uh, Emmanuel Mosley and Josh Norman. Okay. What about you, Mike? I'm going to go with Emmanuel Mosley and, De- and Diamondor Lenore. I'm with Mike. I still have not figured out why Lenore got right. What did he do to get in the dog? I mean, I understand that he had the one big uh, play that went against him, what, with against the Eagles or whatever? The Packers. The Packers. That, but he had the one against the Eagles too, right? Or no, that yeah. got called back. That got called it got, back. It got called back. Then there was the one with the boundary. Right. Because the guy stepped out. Like, but I just don't understand. You can't make two mistakes on this team anymore. And keep your. I don't want to give away Patreon content, but I just went on this long rant on our Patreon about players who make one mistake and you never see him again. And Lenore was one of them. Brandon Ayuk, we don't even know what his fucking mistake was, and he can't get more than two targets in the game. Yeah, but his is his like allegedly from just the coaching staff. The GM said something about him not right. stepping up. Alle- allegedly, his thing is. Him, him, and Trey Sherman uh, allegedly showed up late to that practice against the Lions, and, and so that's why they've been. That that's five weeks ago, though. Like okay, and they like, need to get over it, right? right. Other- no, no, no. I agree. Like it, it doesn't matter. I, I understand you're trying to set like precedence. You want guys to be leaders, but everybody ain't no freaking leader, and you can't have all leaders. Like at some point, like you need good followers. And so, like, I don't understand why your best wide receiver isn't being utilized because we because because of that. If it's that, it has to be more than that. But that's the allegedly, allegedly stuff. 
And I did remember hearing that. I just didn't know if there's something else had transpired in between. Has there to, now. has to be like he, you know, he had to maybe he maybe clap back. Maybe he was like f you. But then uh, explain to me why Trent Cannon's not the return guy anymore. Because maybe he was in on it with him. No, 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 no. You're you're wrong. Trent Cannon was the return guy. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Go back and watch the game. He was in every one of those kickoff returns, and the ball went right over his head every freaking time. He's master at the tee. Number 49, <laughs> Mike. Go look at him. He's in there. I, might, I don't even have to tell Mike to look. The dude has the shit pulled right up to the side of the tee. <laughs> Mike might be waiting to prove me wrong. It's right here. Show me. See? Show. He's in there, Mike. All right. Screen share. Dude, done. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Now Trent, Trent Cannon was in there. Um, I, I we 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 assumed he wasn't gonna be in there um because they brought Travis Benjamin up and then Travis Benjamin was in on the offensive set. So Travis Benjamin wasn't even in the return game. And if anything, oh, you know what it's gotta be, y'all. It's gotta be the fact that Brandon Ayuk was advocating to be the punt returner this year. It's gotta be that. So Kyle's making an example out of him. And Brandon Ayuk has looked worse than Richie James. Let's just keep it a buck. As a returner? As a returner. He's terrible. Like, he's no different is what I'm trying to say. Like, they're timid when they catch the ball. They're usually going backwards first. They're not gaining many yards. It's the same difference. It's like they need it. What's that guy we let go? Um... Webster. Yeah, Webster. Simba. That's he like as much as I want to see Ayuk return, he ain't it. You looking up how much how many yards he's averaging, Mike? No, 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 no. Sorry. I was my dog like doing something on my foot over here. I don't know what the hell he was doing. I was getting on my uh I was pulling up Trenton Cannon snap counts from last game. Will snap counts count for the kickoff returns? It's going to show me special team counts. Okay. Uh, he was only in for 50% of the special teams. Uh, I'm trying to find. I'm, one of, I'm looking for the game breakdown. Here we go. The Cardinals. Uh, what is this? This took me to the damn team page. Hold on. Trenton Cannon. All I'm saying is I don't think I don't think Ayuk should be returning because something something's off. Like so like it's like they, they want him focusing on that. Even though he's in there on these snaps, man. I mean the stats are saying he's in there on the offensive snaps. You know, he's just not being targeted. And that I, I find that very hard to fathom, y'all. Like, how do you not target the guy that led your team? And yards, and if you watch the film, he's getting open. Trenton Cannon took 12 snaps all game. So, what that mean? Like, he was in there on kickoff return. All right, I I see what you're saying. That's only that's 63%, but that also counts him being in there as a gunner. And because the gunner, he, yeah. He's so got he's in the game. Also. Yeah, he, I mean, he played. Like I need, I need to see a more, a more break. I, I knew, break. I knew he played for the simple fact that what you call it wasn't not gonna not let him play. Like Hightower is high 
on Trenton Cannon. Like I don't know where they found this kid, but they lo- he loves Trenton Cannon. This isn't gonna tell us uh fair catches and stuff. It's just gonna say we're totally Go watch the goddamn yards. game, and so you can see how many times the ball was kicked over his head. <laughs> I don't think he was in there, bro. Oh, all right, maybe maybe he, there's another 49 on the team. I I, I don't know. <laughs> what am I not right about? <laughs> I don't let me know ask you I guys, let me ask you a question without any blanks. Okay. Was this an anomaly, or do we think that uh, Trey is going to continue having issues getting balls batted down? Because that was super disappointing to me watching him get Seth lined up and then have like several balls batted down, and he's not short, so it's not like he's breeze. You know what I'm saying? He had four balls, four balls batted down. Kyle said that two of them was Trey's fault, two of them wasn't. I'm so, just saying, do you think that was an anomaly for this defense that we faced, or do you think that's a problem he's going to have going forward? Well, trying to adjust for the overthrow, maybe he's trying to start who, it out. Who more. had the balls batted down? J.J. Watt. I think you got to remember, that's what J.J. Watt does for a living. Sure, like that's what I'm asking. Is it the yeah, defense he, that we faced, or is it something that might be systematic that we have to work through with him? No, I'm I'm thinking that's a that's a one off. I don't think that's something that you got to work worry about because JJ Watt. I mean, he he is literally made a living out of doing that. Yeah, he got them claws, yo. He like, he even does the uh, Matumbo finger. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, his yeah. celebration. You know, <laughs> right? I'm serious. Every time he swatted the ball, that's, I, that's I what he did. He did the Matumbo yep. finger. Yeah. So like that's how that's that's what he does. I'm not. I can't knock JJ Watt for being. I mean, I can't knock somebody for you know going against JJ Watt and JJ Watt doing JJ Watt things. So let me ask you another question: Are we still happy that Scangarello came back after we know what we the research that we did showed that Scangarello was not the reason why Jimmy excelled in nineteen? So are we happy that he returned because we know where Shane Day is now and we know what his quarterback's doing? Where is Shane Day? Who's his quarterback? Herbert. Get the freak out of here. Um, so I think we all we all credited Scangarella with getting the backups ready. Right? I believe that was the credit that we gave him. So when they called Nick Mullins to come in, he was ready. CJ Beathard. Normally, when the backups had to come in, they were prepared, and that was their job. It was not, in my opinion, I never credited him for getting them ready for game day. It was just the backups. Now, I will say this. When they called Trey's number as a backup, he was good. Even that second half of the Seattle game, he was good. I think once it goes to game day and start time, I think they're in different hands. We need a different quarterback coach. Yeah, I think they're in different hands at that time. And I'm not not trying to give – so that the chat can calm down. I'm not trying to give Shane Day credit for Herbert's abilities because he was good last year. So it's not no. necessarily a change, but he is getting better, which we would expect to see as a evolving quarterback does that. But he's getting better with Shane Day as his tutelage versus our quarterbacks. Well, maybe Shane Day is working with their backups too. Right. That's what I was going to say. No, <laughs> maybe. I'm serious. Wow. I'm serious. And so that's why I was I was really trying to come up with a, a legit answer. I never credited Shane Day for anything that the starters did because they're working in the offensive game plan. It doesn't matter. Uh, what, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that he has, I don't know. I'm not in there. I don't know the inner workings of it all. Right. No, I wish Tony was here. Cause he's like all about the coaches stuff. So it's like, right. It'd be a good question for Tony. But I I'm going to, I'm going to say Shane day is doing, doing his job because every time Lance had to come off the bench, he was ready. He, he was effective. 
with Skinger. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm giving. I'm going to give him his credit. I think he's still doing his job, based off of what I saw. Do I'm just curious uh, on your thoughts on it. All right, ready? Here we go. I got two more fill in the blanks for you guys. You ready? If the 49ers let blank get more carries than blank a game, we will start winning games. Hit y'all if they let Elijah Mitchell get more carries than Trey Lance. Anyone. Anyone. <laughs> Anyone, Trey Lance. All right, I like it. Okay. All right. Um, so Elijah Mitchell, it should be the focal point of the offense. Right. Let, let running backs be running backs. Let quarterbacks be quarterbacks until they have to run. I mean, ask yourself this question. You, you hand-selected this guy to be your starting running back once Mostert went out. All of a sudden, he gets injured. He comes back in. He's doing the damn thing in this week five game, catching screens out the backfield, getting like six, seven yards of pop. And just because we're down 10 points, you stop running the ball. And so like, like why? And so I, we're, we're not, I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? I get it. If you're down 17, 20 points, I get it. If you don't want to run the ball, I totally get it. But to go along with your blanky blank blanks, you gotta let your running back. Zach Ertz just caught a one hand pass. Yep, you gotta let nice. your blanky blank running backs do the daggone thing, yo. You know what I mean? I don't care who the running back is, but they should have way more touches than the quarterbacks. Absolutely. I mean runs. Sorry. I knew I like what you meant. I like it. Eagles getting curb stomped on national television. I just saw Ertz catch a nice one-handed one-hander yeah, backwards. Nice. He didn't go very far with it, but it was nice. I mean, it was behind a line. It was a screen, but it was still nice. All right. So, um, my other my other fill in the blank is going to be this. In order for the 49ers – did I do this already? In order for the 49ers to make the postseason, they will have to have – blank and don't say win games come on don't do that that's that's easy do you want a specific number because i already put that out there no no don't give me a number of games and if the 49ers are in order for the 49ers to make the postseason they have to have blank a coach that plays to the player's abilities instead of his ego Ooh, talk is it me they have i to like have, that answer that's a great answer they have to have consistency like they, they have to have consistency and the right now the 49ers are consistent at being inconsistent and so that's not a good thing so in order to make the postseason consistency has to be there because if they become consistent doesn't matter who the players are out there they gotta flow once they get flowing Ain't no stopping us now. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's the only thing that they're missing. Divine intervention. Oh, shit. We ain't that bad, bro. Don't do that to us. Jeez. All right. Any other fill in the blanks from you guys before we get out of here? No, man. I didn't have enough forethought to think of anything before I came on here for that. Nah, it's all good. Yeah, because only Mike knew we were doing fill it's in the blanks. It's always a secret, man. Don't right. worry about yeah. it. No, no, I just, you know, Mike told himself, well, I'm going to do fill in the blanks. with. with I'm Ryan waiting for the loaded me. questions still. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just I saying, 
Mike, you're the only person that knew it. So, like, you were prepped. I get such a raw deal. Nobody asked what the topics, what's, what we doing. You, no, you, nobody you asked say, Why? Why do we got to ask you what the You say we doing the show. We say, okay. And then if you're going to have topics... Have them ran down and we'll well, be then on it's it. like four hours of what time do we want to go on? No, no, no. The thing is, no, 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 no. It's hard. You can't take it back. I'm not it's taking shit back, but here's it's like funny. that in the chat every time we have a show, though, Mike. It's like I, here we're gonna I, do this. Great, we're having a show. Perfect. I like what time I like you guys want to do? Well, I can do this time. Okay, I can do this time. I can do this time. Okay, let's what times everybody want to get together? It's the long conversation every time. <laughs> Mike, I like being surprised though. I, I, I'm an ad liver, so I like doing stuff off the whim. It doesn't right. really bother me. But what's funny is you be having like four, five, six joints, like preps, like ready to go, and we be like off the cuff. <laughs> I be holding stuff back. I don't huh? even be going into all the stuff I got because I don't know if y'all ready. All right, here, let, let here you you want some off the cuff? Here we go. So I posted this tweet earlier. Which statement carries more weight to you? One. Jimmy played really well. Or two, Trey played well enough to win today. You're going to get a lot of number twos because they're ready to move on, Mike. Mike, so anything that Trey does is probably going to be better than what Jimmy does because people are ready to move on to the future because I think everybody is under the same, you know, theory is if you let this kid play, he's only going to get better. I, and, and then it's the new thing and whatever. Trey can come out here and throw four interceptions the next game, and people are going to be like, you know what? You got to let him get out there and play. Like, this is the NFL. Like, you will have like, some that do that, but then you're going to have some of the fan base be like, get Jimmy's ass back out here right now. <laughs> you know that that's a fact. I mean, it yeah, just everybody's going to back and forth. You, Mike, ask the same question when if that happens with Trey Lance to see if the responses change. That's how you do it. Same question. All right, but let me – okay, so I asked that question because I came in here and I, I don't want to just long tirade. I think for two straight shows about Kyle saying that about Jimmy. He played mm. really well. But not one time did he ever say Jimmy played well enough to win, right? And then he came in here, he said that about Jimmy, I mean about Trey, and I just breezed right over it. I was upset and disappointed with myself how easily I let it go, right? And so my question to you guys is, obviously, which one carries more weight? But then what do you take away from that? So I, I'm not going to ask that to the whole timeline, right? But is Kyle kind of admitting, like, maybe I can do this with Trey? He never said that about Jimmy this year. Good point. Or was this just a one-off and just something that I'm looking into too much? Or he's listening to our show because we keep saying <laughs> I do not think know how to talk to black to people. <laughs> It'd be great if he did, but I don't think he'd that happen. No, no, I well, never mind. You know, you know no, that people listen. No. I understand, but yes. I don't think Kyle listens. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I can't say that I know Kyle listens, but I right. know that people definitely hear what we say out there. So, what do you guys think? I mean, I, I'm going with option two. But what? But what, what do you take away from it? Is, is more of my question. It's not about. I mean, I think it's obvious what the answer. Oh, I see is what you're saying. So you're asking me is 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 Kyle seeing the light in Trey? Um, 
and and yeah, he should because this is going to be his quarterback for the next five years, right? That's how long his contract is, right? right. That's what he hung his hat on, I mean, right? And so you went and it, pick a guy, <laughs> and, and so at first it was, you know, Jimmy's going to be the quarterback. Jimmy's going to be this. Jimmy's going to be that. And you know, he's never said, you know, anything. I don't think anything to this magnitude about Jimmy Garoppolo, even. With the win and even in the win, what did he say about Jimmy when he won in New Orleans? I don't even remember him saying anything about that other than that. Yeah, he was able to stay in the pocket. Like, like you know what I mean? Like something like that. It out. Right, right. And so I think I mean maybe maybe Kyle is starting to reflect, starting to get his reflection on. You know what I'm saying? He's starting the reflection process, and maybe this is his way of saying, Trey, I, I see you. We still gotta be better, but you did what it took to win that game out there. Like that's big, right? Because yeah. all this other time, it wasn't anything. It was Jimmy gonna be the quarterback. Jimmy gonna be the starter. Jimmy, this. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. So, um, Brian, is there anything you want to add to that? Not to that part. No. I mean, I already gave you my answer. So. All right. So I don't know if Nick has anything to add. Yeah. Did he mute himself? Yeah, I muted myself because I'm driving. So I have my oh, okay. Noise. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to take from it because while he has never said that about Jimmy, he's still also in the same press conference said that Jimmy's going to be the starter if he's healthy. So I, I don't know what to take from it. Like, uh, Do I think it's a good thing for Trey that he says that, you know, Trey – gave them or you know he felt that they couldn't win the game yeah but then again is it like is it just because that was the question asked of how he felt Trey did like we didn't lose that game because of Trey like I don't think it was just because of Trey that we lost that game so I I don't know like I don't know how to take it because I think there's I think you can take it either way you know I think you could take it as it was a question and he was answering the question as in, yeah, uh, you know, he gave us an opportunity, you know, we could have won that football game with him or in the same sense, he says in the same press conference that when Jimmy's healthy, he's the starting quarterback. So you know, I, I don't know how to take it. I took, I honestly, I took this as the first time Kyle did some self-reflecting right in front of everybody. He, I think Kyle took some onus. I think Kyle put some of the blame back on him. If Trey played well enough to win the game, and we know the defense played well enough to win the game, right? We we saw, we saw the final score. Mm-hmm. The defense did what they were supposed to do. You hold a home team to that score, the defense did what they're supposed to do. I think that's Kyle saying, and I don't think he meant to say it like this, right? But this is what this is what it equals. I think that's Kyle saying shit. I could have done a better job. And then later on, he did say in the presser, I have to figure out ways to get us to win these games. I, I honestly yeah, that was think the first time he's taken responsibility all year. Well, in a right. While. Normally it's we have to do, we have to do. There was an I in that statement. Right. So that gives me one more fill in the blank for you guys. All right. Whoever starts against the Colts on Sunday night football 
should start until blank. Well, now you want us to speculate. Uh, but we can go off of what's been said. Start. Jimmy's going to start. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Nick. No, go ahead. I was like, uh, Jimmy's going to start from what we know right now, right? So he starts until he cannot – he gets outplayed by Trey or he gets injured again. But we won't be able to judge that. That's going to have to come from the coaching staff, which obviously it seems like we don't trust anyway. I'm not sure if Jimmy starts, to be honest with you. Um, I think this whole thing, I don't know. I think there's something fishy with the whole Trey injury, getting him to the thing. You know, Mike said it a couple days ago on a different show was, you know, him and Wayne were saying, you know, quarterback camp. Is this, is this a way to get Trey and him together to go over things to sit down and talk or, and get, them doing what they need to do. I, I'm not 100% sold that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start this week. Um, but I do believe that whoever starts this week, if it's Jimmy, I mean, uh, it's kind of a two cents, right? You let him ball out. Like, you let him go. And he stays a starter until, you know, in case something happens or whatever. Um, this light's bright. Um, if Jimmy starts, it's like Brian said. You let him go until he's injured, till he gets another injury, or if he gets an injury, or he's just not winning football games anymore. Putting the team in the best position to win. I don't know if Trey's ever going to beat him out if Jimmy starts because Jimmy's going to continue to get those those snaps at at training or uh, at practice. They're not going to just rotate um, the starters and. You know, they're going to give the starter the starters game plan and they're going to go with that person. But I think I think it's kind of a two way street. And in a sense, as in if Jimmy starts, you let him go until he either is not producing anymore to where he's a detriment to the team of not being able to win or he's putting the team in position to where they can't win or he gets injured. But if Trey goes, I think you let him go until, you know, let him take the bumps and bruises and. If something happens to him that Jimmy has to come in, then then that's the case. But other than injury, I don't think if Trey goes in, I think he should stay in. No matter what mistakes he makes. And that, and that was my answer, Nick. I don't care if it's Jimmy or Trey. I think that's who should stay in until they can't. And when I say can't, right. I mean only injury. I'm not talking about, yes. oh, this person looks better now or whatever. I think that whoever starts against Indy should be the starter for the rest of the year if they're physically able to. It's, and it's I, hammer whole, time, right? I wholeheartedly mean that too. What did you say, Nick? Yeah, I do too. I said I, I I agree. It's hammer time. Like it's you gotta get your identity on offense, and you gotta the coach has to put this team in position to win. You still have an opportunity. I went through the schedule and had us, you know, going eleven and six still, and that's you know even giving us losses to like Cincinnati and a couple of those teams. You still have an opportunity to make a wild card, or we don't even know what's going to happen with Arizona and the Rams. Like it's still early in the season; they could fall apart. They could. We've seen the Seattle start off five and zero and went downhill, right? So it happens. We've seen teams start off and, hot. And last year, Arizona started uh, 
three or four and oh no they they were five and two as five, a matter five. of fact they were five and two yeah. last year and just fell apart so yeah you're the right. last six games they fell apart so um you know it's still early season while two and three doesn't sound sound really good we were competitive in most of those games um i still feel like we're just some some pieces away i don't want to say players away i think we're execution away from execution and play calling um but i do also have the trust in kyle shanahan that he's going to figure it out like I mean, it's two and three, and like you said, I, I'm okay with whoever it is. I mean, I will be—I'll be upset if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, but obviously, like I said before, I don't root for the player; I root for the team. So whoever's in there, I'm still going to root for the team to win. And, but I agree with you. Whoever's in there, if it's Jimmy, then he stays in there until a injured injury or he is just not helping the team win. If Trey goes in, you let him finish out the season other than, obviously, if he gets injured. Uh, but let him take those bumps and bruises. So, I'm with you 100% on that. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I think Kyle can send a message with whoever he decides to start. Uh, if it's Jimmy, I think that he's still holding out hope for postseason aspirations. If it's the young man, Trey, I think he's hoping that Trey improves. And down the stretch, maybe we can catch a wild card. But right now, it's still anybody's game in this entire NFL. Uh, there's only one team that's undefeated, and we all know that they're going to falter at some point anyway. Um, we're third place in the division right now, and the Seahawks should ideally, hopefully, take a couple of steps back for the next five or six weeks, right? So uh, we I'm not worried about us being in the basement of the NFC West. That still gives us a chance. It still gives us some hope. Uh, so we have to just go out there and play our brand of football, whatever that is, define our brand of football, play that brand, and then live up to it, you know? So uh, that, that's what, those are my final thoughts for the night. Normally I go last, but I went first this time. Uh, let's get everybody else's final thoughts, and then we're going to go home. Good, Brian. All right. Where do you want to go? Who wants to start? Mike already Mike started. Already started. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean – it's a bye week. There's not much going on. You know, stick with us for any breaking news that might come out. Um, but, you know, everybody needs to keep their heads up. You know, season's just really getting started. So there's plenty of road ahead, plenty of ways to win. You know, everybody's going to continue to have differing thoughts and opinions. Just kind of, you know, that's a good part. You know, if we all agreed on this show, then it would be a boring-ass show to watch, right? So it's good to have some differing opinions. And, uh, you know, you can be respectful or, you know, whatever, back and forth with each other without – you know, hating on each other about your opinions. And that's great. Um, that's what's great about this, our channel, our crew here that we work together and um, we do have differing opinions and that's fine. Uh, but as always, you know, treat each other as best that you can be good to each other. And uh, from my end, I've got my trip booked. So I'm heading to Hawaii for Thanksgiving and for all of you people that watch Mahalo and Aloha. Nice, man. That's what's up. I don't know about you, but I'm excited, yo. I, I'm I'm excited to see what we're going to see after this bye week. Um, I'm excited for the players to come back. I'm excited to get players back like Hasty um, and, and some of the other players that are going to be coming back. I'm just excited to see the 49ers play again. And so I'm thinking 
Like, you know, my hopes are still high. My expectations are still what they are. Um, you know, I, I think Kyle figures it out. Um, I don't think there's time. I don't think we need to hit a panic button. We're not six games in this. We're not two and six. You know what I'm saying? We're two and three. And so I can't wait to see what they do next Sunday night against the Indianapolis Colts at home. You know, again, we lost a lot. We lost a few <laughs> these three losses, man. Look like all winnable games. It's not like we're getting blown out by any sort. And so uh, we all know if Kyle goes with a plan. And it has that identity where we run the ball so we can set up the pass. You know, like that. That's usually the point. We just haven't been doing that. And so let's see what's going to happen. But, again, I'm excited to see if all three the, – the, the the key is to get all three facets of the 49ers uh, football, offense, defense, and special teams all on the same page. We do that. I'm telling you, man, sky's the limit. Yeah, I mean, I agree with both of you guys. It's just, you know, Wayne, more so like as in we got to get all three of these position, uh, you know, special teams, offense, and defense on the same page. You know, we got to stop having one side of the team carry the other on their back, right? So we need sustained drives. We need to score when we have the opportunity. Uh, I still want to be aggressive. Uh, but offensively, we have to find, like, I'm going to keep saying it. I know Mike says we have our identity where we just have a shitty identity right now. And while that's true, we need to find the better identity, right, of what we are, what's our what's our real uh, realistic expectations for this offense, as in the coach, what's their, his expectations. And, you know, they, the players need to execute. We need to figure out what's going on with Brandon Ayuk need to get him on the field, get him some targets, not just on the field because obviously he has snaps, but get him some targets. Uh, figure out the young running backs. You know, you're going to be getting two running backs back in Jermichael Hasty and uh, – um, Jesus Christ, I'm having a brief heart. Um, Jeff Wilson in November. Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah, Jeff Wilson Jr. in November. Um so, you know, you're going to be getting some some people back, and you know, you're getting Kwan Williams back. Uh, you should be getting him back. Obviously, uh, that'll be a big help. And you know, just find the, find the identity of this team. Are we are we a playoff contender, or are we, you know, in the stages of rebuild with this last year's on the contract? And if we're in the, if you feel that we're not a playoff team, or you feel that Trey Lance is the better person to start, then be the coach and make that decision and. If not, then, you know, in the end, you got to live with your decision. But we got to figure out what's going on with this team. And and right now, um, right now, I think they're just kind of in flux. They don't they're not sure what is going on, you know. So but I, I, I do, like I said earlier, I have trust in Kyle Shanahan that he'll figure it out. And I think this bye week came at a perfect time for us. And hopefully after the bye, it's a whole different thing we see. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys for watching. Fellas, y'all ready for the point out? You're going to go home. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always, remain faithful. We out of here. Peace.
We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. Nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners.